0: Are you still stuck on the treadmill of wishing and dreaming but going nowhere? Well, this fall, I'm hosting a six-week course on mindset, the most important ingredient to whether or not you'll stay stuck in place or get moving on those wishes and dreams that you hold dear to you. Go to sherryharmel.com forward slash courses to learn more. Bonjour, ladies, and welcome to Life Reimagined. I'm Sherry Harmel, certified life and career coach and hostess of this podcast, where we will focus on how you can create your own life reimagined. Each week, I'll be sharing ideas, stories, and helpful tips that get you moving so that you can live rather than just dream about that life you desire. I did it, and so can you. Well, let's jump into today's episode. So what do you want to be when you grow up? You might be smiling, but if you remember back to early elementary school, you were always asked that question. What do you think you want to be when you grow up? Well, I'm decades beyond elementary school and still I'm never quite sure what I'm going to be when I grow up. And that's exciting. Maybe you can relate. But to figure out what it is that we really want to be when we grow up, we have to go back to when we were little girls. Here's an example. When my daughter was in second grade, her class had a party where the kids were supposed to dress as what they wanted to be when they grew up. Well, of course, the parents were invited to the celebration. And when I walked into her classroom, I looked around and saw that it was filled with little kids dressed as doctors and lawyers and home builders and judges. I didn't even know what a judge was when I was seven or eight. Well, from her very first day on this planet, my daughter has always danced to her own song. She had significant dyslexia and other issues, which made school very hard. But because of her disabilities, she was interested in very different things than her peers. At that time, her favorite television show was Emeril, the chef. Remember him, Emeril Lagasse? He'd always make a couple of different dishes. But in every show, there was one point when he had to add an extra spice or something and he'd raise his arm in the air and toss in the spice, saying very loudly, BAM! Well, that was my daughter's favorite part of every show. But besides Emeril, Kelly would intently watch one cooking show after another and then want to try things out in the kitchen. Cooking, baking, she loved it all. And when I look back, I think making cookies or stuffing the Thanksgiving turkey made total sense to her where her schoolwork did not. Well, time marched forward, and with lots of tutoring, she ended up in college, but she hated it. And when we finally had that heart-to-heart conversation, and I asked her what she really loved to do, she said, Mom, I want to go to culinary school to become a baker. And I share this because maybe we all need to remember what it was, what it was that we dreamed of being when we were little girls. But why, you ask? Well, because when we're children, we are unaware of any cultural pressures or limitations. We don't have the limiting beliefs that every artist is starving or that having a cooking show is only for the very few. We believe we can write a book or build a fort. It is when we are children that we don't think twice about jumping into something new, whether a pile of leaves or into a lake. But time marches on and we begin to let our parents, husbands, partners, families, and even society tell us what we should or should not be. As a consequence, we start to hide ourselves, our true selves and we ultimately begin to limit ourselves. Well, ladies, enough is enough. No more hiding, no more trying to present the perfect family or the perfect marriage, or what comes up even more often, no more thinking that it's too late for you to figure out what you want to be when you grow up. I don't care if you're 35 or 65, Why not ask yourself that question, what do I want to be when I grow up? And I say this because being excited about our future is a key ingredient to having a positive mindset. And as I've said before, our mindset is the key to a happy life. Regrets make us small. Dreams keep us big. And Back when we were kids, we may not have had the expansive vocabulary to describe ourselves, but we probably knew our real selves better than we did when we were 30 years old. When I was a little girl, I wanted to be a teacher, and I loved setting up my classroom in my grandfather's office where I'd pretend to teach my students. I also loved setting up systems. Sounds really weird for a kid, and honestly, I was a weird kid. But I'd do crazy things like clean my mother's kitchen cupboards and organize them in a way that I thought would help her to find ingredients. We had a big family. Then I'd actually explain my system to her. Well now, after many careers, jobs, and roles, I look back and see that I've always loved to start with a vision and then teach what feeds into that vision. So I am a visionary teacher, which is ultimately what makes me a good coach. Whether it was executives, clients, my own children, or university students, I have always started with a vision and then teach. Teaching my daughter how to cope with her disabilities, but how to soar with her gifts or teaching people how to connect and develop their strengths, and even teaching people about money. It all started with a vision, and then I'd help that person plan out the steps needed to create their vision. So even though I've had many careers, I've actually stayed very true to what I loved as a child. Yet, honestly, I had years where I coasted or felt sad because I began to believe that I hadn't lived up to the dreams and plans I had as a child. And I now coach fabulous women like you, because I want every woman to find her real and true vision. I don't want another woman to think that her time to explore what she wants to be when she grows up is over. So ladies, no more coasting, no more resignation. So connecting with yourself as a little girl and asking her what do you want to be when you grow up is a perfect way to begin. And just like my daughter, what she wanted to do, especially as a child, was most likely very closely aligned with your strengths. There isn't a child out there that wants to do something or be something that they don't enjoy or they aren't good at and yet as grown-ups we do it over and over so remember back to yourself as a little girl what did you say when someone asked you what do you want to be when you grow up and have you had particular roles in your life that actually align with that little girl dream next i want you to think about whether or not there are certain themes to all of the experiences in your life that you can identify. So let me explain themes a little bit further. For me, it was that I have to see a vision. I have to see that big picture in my mind's eye. Now I look back and I see that my life roles have always involved helping others to find their visions and then lay out a plan for them to get there. For my daughter, in contrast, her theme was hands-on work because she's incredibly visual and tactile. Looking back, she has always shined when she is touching and doing. It should be no surprise that her support for her sport for 15 years was riding horses. So can you see how her riding career fits so perfectly with her themes? So what are your themes? These themes are usually the first thing that comes to mind when you reflect back on the memorable experiences of your childhood or even young adulthood. As you let yourself kind of think back in time, jot down those big memorable experiences of your life and then step back and see if you can find your primary themes that probably run through most of those memorable experiences that you wrote down. And why is this important? Well, these themes are critical for you to imagine what it is that you want to be when you grow up. And I want that vision and plan for the next year to be what you want. I want those dreams that you have to be true and real and authentically you. So one last suggestion. And this is something maybe a little crazy, might be a little woo-woo for you, but I have a photograph of myself as a little girl next to my bed. Every night before I go to sleep, I look into her eyes, and I remember her little voice saying what it was that she wanted to be when she grew up. So now I promise that little girl, when I look into her eyes, that I'm doing my best to make all her dreams and plans come true. I tell her I'm going to make the most of my life because that is what she deserves. It's so weird, but I can feel my body relax every time I have that little conversation with her. So if you have a photo of yourself as a child, pull it out or better yet frame it and have it by your bedside look into that sweet little face and ask her what she is thinking. What is it she wants? What is it that she loves to do? And I promise you, you'll get an answer or two because she is you. And remember, you know yourself better than anyone else on this planet. So whatever it is that she tells you, listen. She has the most valuable information you'll need as you begin to shift into what it is that you want to change or create in your life over the next year. So ladies, try it and please do share what it was your little girl self had to say to you. I'd love to hear from all of you. So head over to Facebook or Instagram and share those stories. As always, if you enjoyed this podcast and want to go deeper, let me know because I've got two courses coming out very soon, and both will have live coaching sessions for us to talk about what you want to be when you grow up. Take good care, everyone. Abiento. It is time now for my Mesamor which are the things that I love. I love flowers, all flowers, and they just make me happy. And surrounding ourselves with the things that we love supports us to move forward. Something good happens inside me when I look at beautiful flower arrangements. The problem is I have a black thumb and my Paris apartment has no outdoor space. So to feed my love, I am slowly learning how to create beautiful arrangements with flowers that I've purchased. A friend turned me on to June Pignon, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. It is spelled J-U-N, and his last name is P-I-N-O-N. He's a flower arranger based in San Francisco, and one of the best floral arranging teachers I've come across. As he said, he's here to inspire. So check him out. He's primarily on Instagram, but has a few videos on YouTube also. And if you love flowers, you will enjoy June. If not, surround yourself with pretty things you love and let yourself be inspired. If you enjoyed this episode and want to spend more time with creating your own life reimagined, you can start by taking my free mindset quiz. It's on my website, so just go to sherryharmel.com. And what you'll get at the end of that quiz is what is the number one mindset obstacle that you have that's keeping you from living your dream? Mindset is the key to living a life you love. Have a wonderful day and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now.